Hello and welcome. I am so grateful to be talking with you guys again. Thank you so much for all of the beautiful messages you guys sent me. Um, That really just touched my heart so much so because my biggest prayer for this podcast is that it would glorify God and that it would allow you to be touched by God himself and that I would simply just be a tool in that process. So I'm so glad um, and so thankful for those of you who have listened and those of you who have just reached out with such kind words. I, I appreciate that and all honor and glory to God alone. Uh, I'm just, I'm excited. This one's going to be super short. Um, I'm going to make this not too long. We'll see. Everyone, <laughs> if you know me, you know I can talk a lot and I can get really passionate. So I'm going to try to keep this super short. Really what I want to do um, in this episode is just talk about why this podcast is named Stained by Grace because it's a little different. Um, it, you know, it's it's kind of an interesting concept. Stained doesn't always have the most positive um, uh, meaning to it and yet to me I love it because it's like permanent um, so again I'll get into that real quick but for those of you who know me I don't have to introduce yourself but if you're finding this for the first time thank you so much um, for coming and for listening I hope that you enjoy this uh, qu- a couple quick tips and a, a couple things about me not tips a couple things about me uh, again, my name is Elizabeth Hummer. I am 25 years old. I have been married for six years, so I am a wife to an amazing man. I am a mom to two beautiful children and a third one joining me in August. Uh, a couple fun things about me. I have been homeschooled my entire life. Yes, you heard that right. Entire life I was homeschooled. We are not the typical homeschool family, not at all. Um, you know, I even, when I think of homeschool, can sometimes go to like the jean skirts, the braces, the braids, the awkwardness, you know, all of that. I have met those, but we were not one of those families. <laughs> we were we were normal, believe it or not. Uh, so that's another fun little thing about me. Uh, and then another fun little thing that maybe you didn't know was I was born in Hawaii. And my middle name is a Hawaiian middle name. It's Malia. It means like calm and beautiful. So that's another little little fun get to know me thing. Uh, but let's move on to that and into what I want to talk about today. So Stained by Grace. When I was, I think, 17, I I was doing my quiet time and I was just really praying because I, I had always felt this strong desire and this strong vision to speak and to teach the word of God. And, um, I, I, I think we were looking like a couple of my friends and I were looking to start a Bible study at that time. And I was like, well, what do we name it? You know, whatever, what is this? And I was like, oh, I've got a name I've had for a while. And I was like stained by grace and they all loved it. But, um, you know, we didn't do anything with that. But the, the reason why I, I've loved this from the time I was 17 to now being 25 is again, the meaning. So I talked about like stained. It doesn't always have the most positive connotation to it. Typically, if you're like, oh, I stained it, you know, you're bummed. Like, oh crap, there's a stain on my couch. Or I, I stained my favorite shirt. It's ruined. I'll never be able to wear it. 
But to me, when I think of stained, I think of permanent. And I am a perfectionist. Hardcore. I know probably a lot of you can relate with this. I can beat myself and beat myself down more than anyone I know, right? And I know that's typical. You're typically your worst critic. But I think I have a little bit of an extreme case of this that the Lord is healing me from. And so to me, this idea of being stained by grace instead of being stained by sin, right? Because so many of us can look at our sin and be like, I'm not worthy. How, how could you ever forgive me for these things that I've done? Or even after receiving Christ and his Holy Spirit, oftentimes, we're, you know, we're still sinners. But yet, the beauty is God forgives us no matter what. But still, we can beat ourselves down when we do mess up, right? The, the mom guilt. Oh my goodness, it's so real. Some of you maybe have not had that experience of being a mom. But that guilt is real. Um, you know, just so many different things. When I was a young single lady, before I got married, just the guilt of like wasting time. You, you just have so many things that you can feel like you can be so stained by. And like, how can this ever be removed? How can this ever be pure as God says, you know, that his blood washes us and we're pure in front of him. And as time has gone on, you know, when I also think of stained, I think of a stained glass window. So a stained glass window is made up of thousands of broken pieces of glass. And they have to be broken. Broken broken pieces of glass, stained in color. And when you look at a pile of broken glass, right, it just looks like a mess. That's all we see when we look at a pile of broken glass. And oftentimes when I come before the Lord, and sorry if I get emotional, when I come before the Lord, I can often feel just like a pile of broken glass, right? Sharp edges, (laughs) I'm a mess. If someone tried to to pick me up, I might bite you. You know, I might cut you. I can be a little sharp. But yet, when you finally finish a stained glass window, it is something that takes your breath away. Because it is so masterfully put together. It is so beautifully all pieced together in a way that so many of us don't have a vision for. But God knew exactly what that glass, that that stained glass window was going to look like before we were even made. And that's what I really think of. And and the Lord just has really spoken to me over the past few months, even that, you know, my weaknesses, my faults are not to remind me of how broken I am before him. How broken I am in his presence whenever I I come into it. But it is just to remind me of how beautiful I am. And how those, those, that brokenness isn't who I am. It simply allows me to be more dependent upon who he is and what he has created me to be. Right? So... My, those weaknesses isn't to remind me how broken I am in his presence. It's to remind me of how beautiful and fulfilled and made whole I am 
whenever I come into his presence. And so that is why I have named this Stained by Grace. Because as women, so oftentimes we can be very broken through different life experiences. Some of us have experienced much harsher things than others. Through, you know, just relationships. Every woman I meet, they talk about how hard relationships can be. It's the thing. And so I want this podcast too to be a place that you can come in and be reminded that you are not broken, but in God's presence and in your relationship with him, you are made whole and you are made beautiful and you are made into a masterpiece. One of my absolute favorite verses and something that if you've known me for a long time, I've probably talked about this with you. Uh, but it is Ephesians 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And I think so often, us as women especially, will stop at, I'm broken. I'm this. I'm that. And as a teenager, I used to tell girls who felt not pretty or whatever, oh my goodness, you're his workmanship. Look at how beautiful you are. And then it's interesting because as I became older, God revealed, no, 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 look at this. We are his workmanship. And another version, I think it's NIV, it says we are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he, God, prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So what that means is that God has designed us to be a masterpiece. That we are beautiful and we are are glued together or, or welded together. All these broken pieces. Because what he's creating is a masterpiece. Which he has already prepared amazing things for us to do in him. That we should walk in them. That we were created for so much more than just struggling through this life. That, that he has reminded us that we are beautiful and we are whole. But only in his presence. Only by the grace of God. Right? Again, in uh, first, I think it's, I believe it's first Corinthians. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's second Corinthians 12.9. It says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12.9 I mean, think about that. My grace is sufficient, right? So I am not stained by any kind of sin. I am not stained by failures in my past relationships. I am not stained by, you know, the molestation I happened I had in childhood. I am not stained by stupid decisions. I am not stained by guilt. I am not stained by whatever sin it is, by whatever thing that has happened to you that maybe you couldn't control. You are not defined by that. You are not stained by that. You are God's workmanship. You are God's masterpiece created in him for good works. You 
are his child that he has chosen and he has spoken over you that my grace is sufficient for you. My grace trumps everything that you have ever walked through and everything you will ever do. It trumps it. And therefore my grace is sufficient for you. That is all that you need. You need nothing else but my grace. And you only have to accept it. You only have to receive it. You only have to rest and say, yes, I I choose to take this grace. I choose to receive this grace and surrender myself over to you for your power is made perfect in my weakness. And it is in that power in our weakness that we can then walk out those things that God has prepared for us to do. But I do challenge you on here. You know, I'm, I'm speaking to these women who have, have surrendered and said, God, I need you. I am, I am sinful. I, I, I cannot live this life without you. Father, wash me white as snow. I surrender to you. I, I want you as my father and as my Lord. And I really challenge women who are maybe listening to this. Have you had that with the Lord? Have you come to the end of yourself where you realized that only his grace is sufficient enough for you. And I challenge you that if you haven't done that, that maybe it's time to surrender over to the Lord and, and put your trust in him. And there's no magical prayer that will do that. I know some people have prayers that you can walk through. But all you need to say is, God, I, I have sinned and I need you to save me. I need what you did on the cross, you died and you bled on that cross for all of my sins, past, present, and future. And Father, I, I surrender. I need your blood to cover me because I am sinful and I cannot live this life without you. So I really encourage you that if you have not done that, to maybe speak to someone who you know in your life that has and, and maybe it's time to allow that grace to be sufficient. And then for those women who have been believers for a while, you're like, yeah, I made that decision as a kid. I made that decision as a, as a teenager or as a young adult. I encourage you to look at this again and to really take in the meaning of what God has done and what he wants you to do. Because these verses are beautiful, right? That you're his masterpiece. You're created in Christ Jesus for great works that he prepared before you were even thought of by your parents or by anyone. I mean, it's, it's amazing to hear that, man, God's grace, that's all I need. I'm no longer stained by anything but by his grace. And his grace is sufficient. And his power is in, made perfect in those weaknesses that I have. Because they are not to remind me I'm broken. They're to just remind me that he is enough. That God is enough in me. And he has created me for great things. And, and those are great things to hear, right? They, they make us feel so secure in God's love that we never have to doubt. But here's the other thing that I kind of want to talk about. Maybe you've done that, but have you moved on to whatever that next step is, right? It's beautiful to rest in that, but God has called us to more. It talks about you're his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus for good works that he has prepared beforehand that you walk in them, that you do that. And one of my life verses 
And one of the things that really, I, I really, um, put towards this podcast, this is kind of like my thing behind it is this, it's Matthew 16, 24 through 26. Then she, then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? And really what that's saying is, all right, you, you've said, Lord, I need you. Lord, I can't do this. Please save me. I'm sinful. Please, please redeem me. Please wash me clean from my sins. But I think it's time as his masterpieces to take that next step as women, as, as whether you're single, whether you're young married, whether you're a mom, whether you're embarking on something you think God's called you to do. It's time to, I think it's as women to take that next step and really look at what does that mean to deny ourselves and what does it mean to lose our life for God's sake, right? What is that next step? It's that surrender, right? Really, um, in my fir- first podcast, if you haven't listened to it, please go and listen because that's I'm referencing that now. But in my story, I talked about how God really put it on my heart that I needed to surrender that piece of my life, my children and our family, how many, when, where, what, how, to God. And let me tell you, talk about denying myself, right? Talk about denying what I think I want. Talk about losing, quote unquote, losing my life for his sake. Because what did I just do? I gave over my plans. I gave over what I thought I wanted in this life for what I knew God was asking me to surrender to him. And like I told you in that story, man, I saw the fruit and the faithfulness of God. And so that is why, um, just to kind of bring this full circle, you know, that's why I called this podcast Stained by Grace, because I am no longer defined by anything in this world but my God grace is sufficient enough. My, my Lord's grace is sufficient enough for me. And therefore I'm now stained by grace. I'm not stained by anything else. So I hope that kind of gave you a good idea of that. And I know I got really passionate, but I want us as women to start rising above the brokenness that we feel and realizing that our story is not for us. Our story is for God's glory. That was something when I lost my second baby, um, two, two in a row, uh, within like a seven-month period of time, I remember God really just speaking that to me and comforting my soul so much that my story is not for me. My story, or what I look at as maybe all these broken pieces, really are a beautiful masterpiece, a beautiful story to share with other women, to empower them and to show them the God that we serve, the God that loves us, because he does. 
if, if, I, if you take anything away from this, I hope you know how much God loves you. I hope you know how much he sees you and that he has created you to be his masterpiece. And even though sometimes it hurts, and even though we might not understand that he is piecing to us together so beautifully for his glory. And as I continue on, you know, we, as we continue to talk about different things and surrender and God as we move forward over the next couple episodes, I want you to, to really start to grasp this concept of who God is in your life and how he wants to work if we surrender to him, if we lose our life for him, if we remember that we are not broken but we are his masterpieces which he has destined us to do good works, to do great things for his kingdom that we should walk in them. So I love you guys. I hope this encourages you today as you move through your Saturday. Um, Let me know if you have any thoughts or questions. I would love to talk to you more. Uh, But I hope you have a great holiday weekend. And I hope that over this weekend you can just rest and meditate on what God is talking to you about and what he's maybe asking you to surrender and what he's maybe asking you to deny yourself of for his glory. And that you can rest, maybe some of you can just rest in that knowledge of, wow, I'm his masterpiece. His grace is sufficient for me. He's got a plan. He's faithful. Because this is the God we serve, ladies. The God we serve is so faithful and so loving. And he is not finished with us. So have a good weekend. And I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining me.